I'm Jamie Gennaro, and this is Business for Humans. Let's talk about taking your business to a new level without the suits and without being a robot. Here, you can be yourself, you can be imperfect, you can be flawed, and you can still have raging success. So let's go. The thing that's really fun about doing podcasts, hello, by the way, good morning, afternoon, good night, whenever you're listening to this, I welcome you to that part of the day. The thing that's fun is that I don't know what it is, but there are always these themes that come up with my clients. And it's really interesting that I will go from session to session with these themes. And I'm sure my clients get a little bit annoyed when I'm like, oh, let me tell you a story of what my client just said in my last session. But there's a reason. And I, and it makes for perfect content to share with you because if there's a theme ongoing with my clients, likely it's something that has affected you before. So I hope that you will find this helpful. This episode is about channeling. <laughs> and you're going to be like, I don't know anything about channeling. Why are you talking about that? It's not going to resonate with me at all. It will. So give me a chance <laughs> to explain why. The other thing I want to make note of, and once I tell you this, you're going to be really annoyed with me. I started posting transcripts to the show. I want to be a little bit more accessible. I want to make sure that you know people have access to this content who maybe um, can't access it via audio. So I wanted to provide transcripts. And when I, when I looked at the transcript of the first episode that I, that I transcribed, um, I realized how much I say like. And it's very embarrassing because it's something as a California girl, as someone who grew up in San Diego, California, I clearly was a valley girl. I also grew up in California in the 80s. And I was very influenced by the valley girl vocabulary. And I worked really hard to get rid of my California accent. When I downloaded that transcript, I was very ashamed that the number of likes, <laughs> extreme at an extreme rate, far exceeded my expectation of how much that language and attitude, valley girl attitude is still completely ingrained in my psyche. 168 likes in a 20-minute podcast. And the first one that I transcribed, I just did a control F and deleted them all. And I was laughing with my husband and told him that I did that. And he said, but what if you're using it in the right context and you're just blanket deleting it? He said, I'd rather just blanket delete it and have people try to fill in the blank than be embarrassed with 168 likes. So I'm going to be very aware of it and conscientious because one thing that's really important to me that you understand about me is that I am a really good business coach. I'm an extreme professional. I am really good at what I do. I have an operational background. I've grown businesses. I've sold businesses of my own and on behalf of other people. I've been in the middle of mergers and acquisitions. 
And I think sometimes when you listen to this podcast, you might think, she, does she really know anything about business? It sounds like she's just talking about a bunch of, bunch of BS. Um, it's not true. I really do. I know a lot about business despite 168 likes. I just get in the flow, peeps. I just get in the flow. I get excited about storytelling and the likes just creep themselves out. So I'm not going to be too nervous about it. I don't want it to, to inhibit my flow, but I will try to be better because I do want to make sure that, um, that you have fun listening to this, but also that you're getting something that feels like it's going to help you in your professional life and, and maybe in your personal life. So let's get back to the topic of hand, the very professional topic of channeling. I'm calling it channeling a little bit tongue-in-cheek. This came up in a few different contexts. Essentially, the idea here is that we get nervous going into things. We get nervous going into a job interview. We get nervous going into a pitch. We get nervous going into a presentation. We get nervous in these moments, these big moments where we have to show up and we have to be on and we have to present ourselves in the most professional, eloquent, concise, just, you know, on. That, that on moment. It's kind of like right now. I'm flailing. But we, we need to show up in these spaces and, there's a, and it's pressurized, right? We have one shot. We've got one moment. We have to take control of that moment. And what happens to a lot of my clients is that they over-prepare. So they're so nervous about this thing that's coming down the pike that they, they over-prepare. And what happens sometimes when you over-prepare, and maybe you've listened to podcasts that are like this, you over-script, you over, I don't know, what else do you do? You, you turn yourself basically into a robot. So if you're going into a job interview, you might be so tactical about the way you want to ask questions and the order you want to ask those questions in and the answers you're looking for from those questions, that you lose the opportunity for a conversation to basically understand a little bit more about the person in front of you, the culture they're representing, their connection to the work. You're losing that sort of spontaneous, beautiful part to the moment that you find yourself in. And the reason is because of fear. You're afraid of the way you, you're, you might show up. You're afraid of the way people might see you. And so you put yourself in a situation where you over-prepare. A lot of my clients also say that besides wanting to make sure they're prepared because it makes them less nervous, it's what I hear a lot, they over-prepare. And then they're also worried that they're going to forget. So they make notes over and over and over. It's a little bit like over-preparing, but they also just really, really believe that they're going to get into the situation and they're going to forget. So if they're, if they're getting ready to do a presentation, they write note cards, note cards, note cards. They write it down, they write it down, they write it down because they want to just keep remembering it. They want to make sure that they remember it. 
And a, and a client of mine was worried about doing that also in an interview. She was afraid that she's kind of been out of the industry for a while that, where she's applying for jobs. And she was afraid that when she got into the interview, she would just forget all of her past experience. That if they asked her, what are the things that she brings to a, to a role, that because it's been a year, she was worried she wouldn't be able to pull those things really quickly. Now, listen, I'm not against preparation. I think preparation is an important part of being a professional, right? You don't want to just show up and not really clearly explain your point or explain what you're trying to get at in your presentation or or even in an interview. An amount of of preparation is vital. However, (laughs) you are not going to forget anything about anything (laughs) when you go into situations, right? Unless you have a disability that prevents you from grabbing into your short-term or long-term memory bank, which is 100% possible that you might have that issue. If you're not somebody with that issue, chances are you're not going to forget. It is true that sometimes when you're very, very nervous, it can be hard to find those things. So that's where we get to channeling. I have a client who does channel for, for her profession. So she does readings and there's a, there's a psychic element to it. There's an expectation from her clients that she's going to be able to give them information through channeling from source. And she is always afraid going into those sessions that she's not going to be able to channel anything, that she's going to sit down, the channel's going to fail, she's not going to be able to see, hear, or interpret anything on behalf of her client, and then she's going to feel like a failure. And she's going to have basically ruined their expectations. It's pressure. It's pressurized. But inevitably, if she spends the time preparing, not in preparing any kind of script or dialogue, but if she can relax into the moment, if she finds a way to sort of meditate, and in her case, she does a grounding prayer, she gets settled, she gets ready for this moment, and then it flows. And, the, and I love the, this idea of channeling because it takes you a little bit out of yourself. So if you're feeling like you're going to be very nervous, rather than over-preparing with a script, I would say write some bullet points, spend the bulk of your preparation time in some kind of grounding, meditative ritual. Rather than going into a presentation and reviewing your note cards over and over and over and over, which is going to heighten your nervous system, it's going to make you more nervous. You're going to keep telling yourself you're not going to remember it. And you're basically berating yourself before you go into the situation. And what I'd rather you do than prepare and prepare and look at the note cards is breathe. Take some extra time to breathe, to ground yourself, to get centered, to tell yourself something that makes you feel calm, that makes you feel confident, that makes you feel at ease. 
spend the time in that space rather than the over-preparation. And if you think of it like I'm going to go into this presentation and I'm just going to channel, right? I just like this idea. I'm just going to let the information flow into me from some higher source, from some my highest self. So yes, this idea of channeling. It just, it makes it feel more fun, more relaxed. It's less about you, right? It, it takes you, it disconnects you a little bit from this is me. And it puts you in a position where I am just a conduit to the information. It's a little bit of what I'm doing here. So if I, if I step out of this professional brain that's trying to get across professional concepts. And I, and I really use my intuition to deliver information I think is going to connect to people in my community. Oftentimes, what I do is I focus on one of my clients, and I'm focusing on two specifically right now. I really focus on them. I focus on their face. I really feel like, okay, If they were sitting in front of me, if I was doing a session with them, how would I integrate this information? Because I know it's something that they specifically need, something they've brought forward. It's something that multiple people have brought forward, but I'm specifically thinking about two clients. And that helps me bring the information forward without making it about me. Of course, as you know, if you've been listening for a while, I talk about myself. I talk about the things that are happening outside my window. You know, what happened right now is I had to pause the recording because my daughter was outside and she doesn't have a key. (laughs) So I had to let her in. I had to pause and let her in. So if it sounded disjointed for a second, that's why. But this this information is not, and, and this podcast, the venue here is not so that I can, you know, talk to you about me or brag about me or or things like that. This is really, I want to connect to you and share information that I think is going to be valuable to you. And that comes from me channeling and following my instincts and following my gut on the type of information that I think is going to be helpful and valuable to you. So if I over-prepared, I could probably, I could afford to prepare a little bit more. (laughs) But if I over-prepared and I wrote a script, and this is the way I used to do it. This is the way I used to do my videos. I would write a script and then I would put the script right under the camera so that it looked like I was looking at the camera, but I was reading the script. It was not fun. It was not interesting. And I can tell you it wasn't fun for me. I think putting the script together was interesting because it was helping me research and refine the ideas, but the delivery did not feel like me at all. There was no inkling or ounce of my personality in the script. It it was me feeling like there's information I need to get across. I need to be clear. I need to make sure I have a five-step process. I need to walk people through the five-step process. I cannot veer off. I veer off a little bit. (laughs) It's just who I am. And I think that... We all know what we need to work on. We all know how we want to present ourselves. We all know how we want to show up. 
I want to drop the lakes. <laughs> I want to be a little bit more prepared, but I don't want to lose the color, right? I think there's a little bit of color to throwing in some language that feels a little bit more casual, connecting to people in a way that feels real and doesn't feel like if you're going to be in business, you have to wear some mask and put on some suit and you have to perform and you have to look like this and you have to talk like this and you have to use this color scheme. I just, I really want to break all that down because I think it's not interesting. And I think that it doesn't, resonate with people who are in business for personal growth, right? I mean, I really think that this podcast is really suited for people who are wanting to start, run, and grow a business because they're looking to fulfill their potential. They're looking for something different. They're looking for something that's maybe not status quo. They're looking for a way to redefine and redesign their lives to be more connected to who they are. And that's a journey. And this is about the journey. This podcast is about that journey and what comes up along the way. And it's not just all about spreadsheets. There's a lot of emotion that happens through this process of dreaming about deciding to put the plan in place and launching a business. And then after that, growing a business and all the ups and downs of that phase of the process. So if I was very scripted and very robotic, the name of this podcast would no longer be relevant because I would be one of those robots trying to teach you business tactics that were not personalized or customized, which I personally do not think works, right? I get a lot of advice, quote unquote, from outside salespeople who say, you know what you should do? If you really want to grow your business, you should do these five tactics. And I delete those emails immediately because those five tactics probably work and they, I'm sure, are like a proven formula, but my people don't respond to five-step methodologies that are out of the box, not relevant to their personal experience. I mean, I think that's what makes me a different kind of coach is that I listen to the words that my clients are using. I listen to their stories and I show them, I kind of reflect back to them, these stories that might be standing in their way and the stories that are gonna move them forward. And I help guide them to answers and I give them bits and pieces. So, you know, here's an answer that you came up with And what if we really rounded that out with a couple of these actions? And then here are some things I have done. And then let's put it all together. And and what doesn't work in my world is here's a book with five steps outlined. This is the formula that everyone can work and this that everyone can use. And this works for everyone. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. There are formulas that work for certain types of businesses. There are formulas that work for for certain types of people. And they just, in this kind of customized, personalized startup world that I live in, that I've lived in for a long time, it's, that's not what we're at. We're not, that's not what we're after. We're after personal growth. We're after elevation. 
we're after, you know, really trying to elevate ourselves into, you know, it's just about, it's about what we can do, what we're capable of. And that's just a different kind of thing. So I'm not going to script it. I will start to uh, prepare a little bit more. (laughs) I'm going to drop the likes, but I'm not going to come with note cards. I'm not going to come with a script. I'm not going to over-prepare. I remember, right? I sit down to do the recording and I remember my experience. I remember the client stories. I remember why this information is important. I remember why I want to get this information across to you. I think about how this idea of channeling rather than over-preparing is going to be helpful to you in the next situation you find yourself in, which could be an interview, a presentation, a pitch, an email, a sales call, all of these places where you need to show up, it feels pressurized. I want you to spend the time rather than over-preparing, meditating and whatever works for you. Some kind of grounding ritual that's about breathing and getting in touch with your higher power, whatever that is. And this is not about any kind of specific religion, but it's just about finding some space for you to get comfortable and calm, to feel confident, and to not go into it robotic and over-prepared and scripted and losing the touch, the authentic touch that makes you you, that's going to make you interesting, that's and going to end up getting you the job or the pitch or the presentation reward, like whatever you're looking for from the presentation is this touch of your personality rather than some over-scripted, over-prepared way to show up. Channel. Channel the information. And let it get inside you, right? Rather than it being outside of you on a note card, just let it sink in absorb it, ground yourself in it, and then show up the best way that you can in your most authentic place. And we're going to freaking love it. (laughs) We're just going to eat it up. We are going to love it. Trust yourself. Trust your higher self, the source. Trust wherever this information is being channeled from. Trust your memory. Trust your experience. Trust your wisdom and trust the color of your personality to make us interested in what you're sharing. That's what I'm trying to do. (laughs) I'm trying to do that every day. And, you know, there are parts of my personality that maybe I've been uncomfortable with, aka the vocabulary and the valley girl. And Now I'm embracing it a little bit more. It's just who I am. It's how I get my point across. It's a little colorful. It's not scripted. And it's not going to work for some people. And it's not going to feel professional enough for some people. And that's okay. Because you know what? You're still here. My two listeners and also actually three. I got an email from my third listener. I have three listeners, and this is for you. I am visualizing all of you right now. This is for you. There's a very authentic part to you that you're not sharing enough. 
You're not bringing it forward enough. You're self-conscious about it. You think it's not good enough. You think it's not interesting enough. Please just put all of that to the side and just show up. We love you. We do. We love you. We love the way that you show up. We love the way you explain yourself. We love the way that you interact with us. We love it. So stop convincing yourself that we don't because you never asked us. And if you did ask us, we would tell you that we love it. (laughs) So you can start asking, do you like the way I show up? Like, do I need to be more professional? Hey, let me know. You know, I want your feedback, my three listeners. If you feel like I'm not professional enough, that I need to be more prepared, that I need to uh, have a five-step process, I want to hear it. I would be happy to integrate more of that. I'm still not going to lose the color though. I'm not going to lose what makes me me because I honestly, like at this point, I've gotten so comfortable doing this that I don't, I would not even know how to turn it off. (laughs) I couldn't if I tried. I mean, I could turn the podcast off and you have the freedom to do that too, but I don't, I don't know how to turn this part of my personality off anymore. I can't, I can't go back to reading scripts. It's just not fun. I mean, I don't have fun doing that. This part is really fun for me. I love talking to my three people. I love trying to connect to the things they might need. Um, it's super fun. So, and it makes me happy to be able to find a place where I authentically feel like I can be myself, right? Like you're my community now and I feel comfortable here. And I want you to feel that way too. I want you to feel that way. I want you to step into that part because it's so much more fun to go to a presentation where it's not like I don't get nervous. I mean, you're still gonna have some nerves, but go into that presentation and be playful. Have fun with it. Bring some storytelling elements to it, right? Like bring what makes you, you, and it's going to be a hundred times more interesting and more effective. So try it out. Let me know how it goes. And I will talk to you next week. You've been listening to Business for Humans. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And please leave a review so that other business owners can find the show. Learn more at practica.consulting.